Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Hutchcroft, photographer, freelancer, and curious question asker. Join me for half an hour each week while I sit down with inspiring photographers and pick their brains about growing their business, authentically connecting to their clients, and being a good human in this changing industry. If you're ready to take your photography hobby to the next level and turn it into an actual business, you're in the right place. If you want to hear real-life advice from professional photographers and start building the future of your dreams, don't go anywhere. Here we go. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Unscripted Podcast for Photographers. Today, I'm talking to Molly Grunewald. Molly is a powerhouse boudoir and wedding photographer, co-founder of Voyage Photography Workshops, and a passionate business educator. We sat down today to talk about self-acceptance and the power of boudoir photography, a topic super close and personal to Molly's heart. In a world that teaches women that their bodies aren't good enough, the work of boudoir can be a really powerful tool in helping us heal. Molly shares tips on how to help your clients feel more comfortable, talks about boundaries around Photoshop, and discusses why being vulnerable is a key part of asking others to be, too. I'm so happy to welcome Molly to the show. So you've been doing photography professionally since 2013 when you quit your full-time job and did the brave thing of jumping right in the deep end. Can you tell us about the bucket list that started it all? Yeah. So it's actually crazy that you ask the bucket list because I actually have a written out bucket list. When I quit my full-time job, it was the day after I left, my old boss and I went over to this restaurant next door and we talked about like all the things I wanted to do, whatever. And she was like, let's just get like a piece of paper and you can write it down. You can write your bucket list down. And so I have a physical bucket list written on the back of like a waiter's receipt paper. And I'm like, oh, I should probably frame that now. Um, But (laughs) So I literally have a bucket list, which is fun, but it kind of started when I was working at this full-time job. I worked at a hair salon. I like was the reception, moved into kind of like managing the salon and I had started photography, but I was more so like one of those. I just like really liked Instagram. I really liked filters, silly things like that. (laughs) And all the girls that worked with me were like, oh, like you're really good at this. And that's kind of how I started getting clients was from that job. And actually my first paid job was a boudoir session for one of the girls I worked with. She was having her one year wedding anniversary. I mean, I don't know when boudoir started, probably not in 2013, but (laughs) it was when it was new to me. And she was like, Oh, like, have you heard of this boudoir thing? Like I've been looking at photographers and I remember her showing me whatever, some shoots. And I was like, I feel like I could do better than that. And she like laughed and was like, oh, well, then I'll, I'll pay you to do it. I was like, oh, you're going to pay me? Like, what do you mean you're going to pay me? I don't do that. And that's literally how it happened. It was like the best shoot ever. I think she paid me like 200 bucks, but it was like six hours long. It was like the longest shoot ever. And it was just so <laughs> great. I mean, I can like dive into how the shoot was, but it was like, as soon as that happened, I like went home, looked at the like raw photos, blew my freaking mind. And I was like, I think I'm going to do this. And that's when I started a Facebook page and I ordered business cards. And then that's literally what happened. And then I guess kind of backtrack that was probably in like 2011. So it was like two and a half years before I quit that full-time job. 
That is amazing. It really kind of just like speaks to me about like the power of writing things down, being like, no, I'm going to yeah. do this. And then just actually having to, I don't know, to live up to that thing that you wrote down. That's actually like somewhere physical. Yeah. And everything just fell into my lap from there. I mean, not that I didn't work hard, but it was just kind of like, I was in this setting of like so many clients coming in that you see every month and they would always be like, you know, getting their hair done, getting their roots touched up and be like, Oh, like Molly, what's been new? What, you know, what types of photos are you doing now? And it was just, it got to the point where I was like, I can't work here anymore. I have too much photography to do. And yeah, it all started from there. And now here I am. (laughs) Oh my gosh. A six hour boudoir shoot sounds like such a marathon. What was, what was the actual shoot like? It was awesome because the girl was, I mean, one of my friends, I worked with her, so it was very comfortable right off the bat. But what's funny is, so my brother actually taught me everything I knew about like shooting in manual. And when I went to go to the shoot, my camera wasn't working. So I had to call up my brother. I was like, Hey, Corey, like my camera's not working. And he was like, Oh, well you can use mine. And his was significantly better than mine at the time. And I was like, Oh, uh, wait, what? You know? And so I'm like using this brand new camera. I had never used it before. I just had an entry level DSLR at the time. And then he just had a better one using that camera really showed me what I could do. And that's why like, I love educating on like, you don't need the top of the line gear right away because you actually will become a better photographer shooting on more entry level. Cause I knew my entry level DSLR, like the back of my hand and I knew how to drive the manual settings. So when I got a better like professional camera, I was like, Oh shoot, I'm really, really good at this. And it like blew my mind, but yeah, six hour shoot. It was like, I don't know. We just had so much fun. We just kept going. And then we did outdoor stuff, which was wild. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. You don't see many outdoor boudoir. Yeah. And that being my first one was just kind of crazy. How did you go like directing her? Like, was she just really like ready to go? Or were you kind of like, did you have to coax different like poses and things out of her? Yeah. I mean, I definitely had to like warm her up. She was definitely like a shyer girl. Luckily we were friends, but I also just have a very outgoing personality and I'm very open, not in a weird, I'm very like a sensual person too. So it's not weird for me to be like, Oh my God. Oh, I have a mole like that on my butt. And then I would like literally show her my right butt cheek if I wanted to, (laughs) like that's the type of human I am. So I just make people feel very comfortable right away. So I feel like I'm like the hype girl in like my girl squad. So I'm always like, oh yeah, queen, you know? So I feel like it's always been that way. I just had to hype her up a little bit. And again, obviously that, since that was my first one ever, I was just kind of like going with it and seeing what I felt like made sense at the time. And obviously now there's a little more (laughs) rhyme to my reason. (laughs) But even then it seems like you knew kind of intuitively that yeah. You kind of had to be vulnerable in order for her to be vulnerable. And I think that's yeah. awesome that you were like, okay, I'm I'm not just like separate to you as this photographer that's like making you like, you'd be like, oh yeah, I've got that too. And it kind of just helps to allow people to feel a little bit more comfortable, I think. Absolutely. And I feel like even just like as a woman myself, like I've always from the start been like, hey, like, so what's your good side? What's it like? 
what way do you like your hair parted? Like, you know, Mm. what's your favorite part of your body that like, you just love, like, let me, let me show that off, you know? And I mean, hers was like specifically for her husband at the time. So I was like, what's his favorite part about you? Like, does he love your lips? Does he like your ass? Can I swear on here? (laughs) Um, It's that type of stuff that I'm like, I'm here for it. Like, let's get to it. So I think that's like really helpful too. asking them questions about like, what do they love about their body? You know, but then even things like, what are you concerned about? What do you not want me to focus on? But obviously that's me diving into (laughs) boudoir, (laughs) but So when you first started, I feel like you shot mainly boudoir and weddings. Is that right? Yes. And then to test the waters, you dabbled in some other kinds of photography before like finding your way back to boudoir Mm -hmm. and couples. What is it, do you think, that keeps on bringing you back to boudoir? Well, I mean, I feel like if I'm going to get just vulnerable up in here, since we're talking boudoir, I think as a woman it was really, really, or it still is really huge to me to help people overcome like all the pain relating to our bodies and our beauty and our worthiness Mm. that like society puts on us. And I myself have struggled with things like that, like my whole life, you know, with Mm -hmm. just body image issues. And it's something that like doing a boudoir shoot, like I leave so full knowing that like these women are healing and Mm -hmm. these women are like putting in the effort of working on their journeys of self-love. And obviously all of us are constantly working on that. And I just think women are just so much more powerful when we're working together. And I think that's just the biggest thing for boudoir to me. I love that. I feel like it is so powerful for people to be able to see themselves through someone else's eyes. Mm -hmm. I think like when you look in the mirror, there are so many things that you can see that you're just, it's just so easy to pick yourself apart, especially the society that we grow up in telling us that like we're not worthy. So even just like in the age of social media, it's so easy to just like constantly scroll and compare. And I want to like give my clients and women who are coming for a boudoir shoot an experience like, that leaves them more confident and in love with their bodies, whether or not they have hip dips and butt dimples and all that, you know, cause we all have it. Like there's so much beauty in who we naturally are as women. Absolutely. And I think sometimes like, yeah, it's so easy to forget that there are so many things to love about yourself. And mm-hmm. I can relate to that. I think I've also just being a woman in today's day and age, like mm-hmm. struggled with self image but then sometimes I'll look at photos of myself like 10 years ago and I'm like, oh, that I wish I still looked like that. But then I also remember the mental state that I was in 10 years ago and I was, wasn't happy with my body then. So it's like, yeah, there's no opportunity where you can be like, oh, I'm just going to get that body back. It's just like you have to appreciate the body that you're in now. Yeah. yeah. It's like there's one day when you feel that way and then the next day, you know. You, Absolutely. You're feeling down on yourself and your body again, looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's why it's, you know, it's just like this never ending journey of like learning self-care and self-love. Totally. And I love how you said that people booking in boudoir sessions for themselves, like that's them kind of doing the work of healing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause I mean, we all have to put in the work, you know, it doesn't just happen. Yeah. So who is boudoir photography for? Yeah. I love this question actually, because I feel like so many people 
think that boudoir is like just for the bride, you know? Yeah. And I think it's so much more than that. It could, I mean, you don't even really need a reason besides yourself. And it really doesn't even have to be just for women. It's, Mm. it's for that person that is going through a hard breakup and needs that confidence boost or a woman who just gave birth. She's trying to like learn to love her new postpartum body or I love that. I did a shoot for a girl, Marissa, and she just undergo like a double mastectomy. And that was like the most beautiful thing to be able to capture. So I feel like to wrap it up in a sense is like boudoir is just for anyone who wants to learn to love themselves more. You can do boudoir and like already feel like you love yourself. You know, that's, I think it's more just like, let me embrace that. Like this rawness is my realness. Yeah. I love that. And even just the act, like even before someone gets to a shoot, like even just the act of like booking something in for themselves, I imagine Uh would be super powerful. And then like, you know, the conversations that you might have with them before they rock up to the shoot, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, even just the questions that you were saying before that, like you asked them, what do you love about yourself? Like just having to answer that question to someone else, I imagine would be really powerful. Absolutely. And it's funny, the amount of people that book me and be like, oh my God, holy shit. I can't believe I just booked this. Like I'm freaking out. Now I'm like, girl, yeah, you you did just book this. I'm here for it. Like I'm going to send you every emoji possible because I'm so (laughs) pumped for it, you know? And I, I just know that like, it's so hard to take that leap. And like, there's so many people that message me and be like, Oh, I just wish I had the confidence or like, Oh, I just wish, you know, 20 more pounds. And anytime I like read that, I like breaks my heart, but I've, I've Mm -hmm. been there. I've said that, you know? Um, so just whenever anyone like books and has that, you know, 20 seconds of courage, I'm just like, I'm here for it, you know? And yeah, I mean, it takes a lot. Just be like, yes, I'm going to do this. Yes. Do you have a pre-shoot questionnaire specifically for boudoir that you send your clients? You know, I don't, but I feel like I love that idea. I mean, I definitely, all of my shoots, boudoir or not, I really, really get to know my clients. I don't even like word, like using the word client because I feel like as soon as, you know, yeah. slide into my inbox, I'm like, okay, we're friends. Cause that's yes. a huge part of it. So that. I'm like loving an idea of a questionnaire. Obviously I ask people questions about like, who's it for things like, you know, is there anything that you want me to not focus on or kind of like de-emphasize, yeah. you know, because it's of course, like the features that you love about your body. Like, of course there's features that you don't love about yourself too. And it's good to kind of keep that in mind as we're shooting. Yeah. But then another thing that I always ask like in person is like, if they are doing this for their partner, it's like, what features does your partner love about you? Because I also love bringing that into the aspect too. Yeah. And it kind of gives them a sense of confidence, I imagine as well, where they're like, yeah, this part of me, like this part of me is really appreciated. And even just that as an exercise of like knowing what is appreciated, what parts of you are appreciated and kind of, it could be a bridge for people to begin to appreciate things about themselves as well. Yeah. And I think, I mean, even just like, if you ask me right now, like, what are some of my favorite physical features? I would be like, wait, what? What? Like, I need to go get a white claw. Like, I'm, you just freak me out, you know? So it's yeah. like, those types of questions are like really hard. But then, like, when you ask about, like, okay, what does your partner love about yes. you? It's like, it's a totally different vibe, too. Yeah. I think there's a lot of questions that can and need to be asked before you do boudoir, more so to like 
really understand that person and understand why they booked a boudoir session. You know, like the real reason why they booked a boudoir session, because even if it's just for a wedding gift, like there's got to be another reason of why it was even like an interest in the first place. Even if it is just like, oh, it's a sexy little gift. Like, I love that too. Um, Yeah, totally. That's a really cool thing to be able to say, like, I just really want to like spice up my marriage. Like I'm here for that. (laughs) Yes. What are some concerns people typically have before booking a boudoir shoot? And like, how do you then help them feel a little bit more comfortable? I hate that this is it, but it's always weight or it's always just concerns of they've never seen themselves look good in a mirror or a photo before. So I feel like the main things that I hear are like, well, how are you going to pose someone in my body shape or things Mm. like that? So that's why I think it's really important, even just like whether, you know, you go on your stories on your Instagram as a boudoir photographer, or like I have an FAQ page on my website, things like, I don't know how to pose myself. Like, are you going to help with this? Like the amount of people that are like, Hey, I don't know how to pose. I don't think I can do this. It's like, oh wait, no, 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 you aren't posing yourself. Like, yeah, that's my yeah, job. I, yeah, like you're in really good hands. All the women that you've seen on my, you know, in my portfolio or on my Instagram or whatever, most of these women don't have experience modeling. And it's just like through the posing and the angles and the lighting, like I got you. Like you're in really good hands. So I think it's really just like educating them on that. But yeah, I would say the main thing is probably like someone in my body size or type, like, how is that going to work? You know? Yeah. Yeah. They want to know kind of more like logistics, like, yeah. Yeah. And because that's the thing, you, you don't always pose everybody the same and, you know, we work the angles and majority of that's my job of where I'm pointing the camera. <laughs> Do you have any like tips kind of to share about how to pose like boudoir? Like, do you have like a a flow that you work through sometimes or is there any sort of specific things to consider when posing boudoir as opposed to just like an individual portrait shoot? Yeah. I think the main thing is like, it's easy, easier as a woman to photograph a woman, in my opinion, because we know a lot of the time what is flattering for a woman and like what we would want. So I think that that's super helpful, but also like something that I always do is the beginning is always like just very scary for clients and boudoir. I like usually don't even use the first like 20 images I take. It's just warming them up. So a lot of the time, like I start and have them sitting instead of like, jumping right into a wild pose. I think sometimes as photographers, we get like just really excited and we think of all the things we have to do, but we forget like, no, this is actually 80% experience. So we really need to focus on the experience and making sure that they're comfortable first. And even if it's an hour shoot and 30 minutes of the shoot is like you talking to her and getting her comfortable in her bare skin, like that's, that's a part of it. So I always say like, first things first is like, do some warmups, like don't do anything crazy and really get to know her and like what she loves about herself and not even like with posing, but like music too, like hype her up with some music, you know, like get her dancing, feeling groovy, like in her body. But 
I just really love that, that concept of like, it's an hour shoot. And then if you have half an hour that you spend talking to her, then that's okay. Like, I think we can get so hung up. You're right. On just being like, got to get the shot. This is an hour. I'm going to be shooting the whole time. Like the more I shoot, the better it's going to be. But it's like these intangible things of just building the relationship and like making sure that they feel comfortable that will really show in the photos. Like it's not about just like, you know, hitting the go button and Yeah. And I feel like the more you're so like rapid fire, it's like, you're kind of missing the whole point of the shoot. Yeah, And they don't want to just receive the photos and think they're really beautiful. They want to have the experience of feeling beautiful in real life too. And I feel like that can be easily missed. And just because even just like as a creative, like as a photographer, it's so easy to get like, just really excited and almost anxious when we're shooting. But with boudoir, especially like it has to be so, so intentional. And I think that's why it's important not to rush through it. Like even when she like goes and changes, like don't like be thinking immediately about like what she's wearing next. Like really like look at what she's wearing when it's on her and trying to figure out, you know, like, even just asking her the questions again of like, okay, wait, so his, your booty's his favorite. Like, okay, let's do some more of that. You know, it's things like mm-hmm. that. It's like, it's not just like getting them into poses. It's like intentional photographs. Yeah. And easing into it and perhaps mm-hmm. even letting go of like this sort of shot list that you might have in the back of your head and just seeing what's in front of you. Yeah. And I mean, some things don't work for everybody. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by the Unscripted Posing app, the one-stop shop photography app for photographers looking to up their posing game, streamline their business, and look and feel like a professional. With Unscripted, you'll confidently rock every shoot, capture those emotion-filled images you've been craving, and create a fun photo shoot experience for everyone, including you. Join over 200,000 photographers and search Unscripted in your app store now. So you can't just have that shot list. I think a lot of the time is we don't always put ourselves in their shoes. And that's like one of my biggest things is in order for them to be vulnerable, you have to be vulnerable first. And that means like really warming them up too. And like talking to them and getting to know them. And like, I just can't imagine if I have never met my photographer and especially boudoir and I show up and the first thing they say is like, okay, show me your bodysuit, take it off. (laughs) And then like, I just have to start posing. Like, not everybody is like that. Not everyone's super comfortable like that. So most people are not, I would say. Yeah. It's just like, you can't just like jump right into it, you know? Yeah. Do you ever get clients who request heavy Photoshopping after a shoot? Yes. (laughs) I don't so much anymore because I've really set up the expectations of I do not do any major Photoshopping or heavy retouching or body modifications. I've just really made it clear. So if any photographers out there are listening, like do get that. I think it's a lot of it is going to be like, okay, you need to address the expectations that you're not setting up for them. I love how strong your boundaries are around that. Yeah. It's huge. Just again, with like the world that we're living in with social media, it's just really easy. I mean, I have Photoshop at my fingers. The amount of Photoshopping I could do to my own body, if I wanted to, like is scary. And I think that because I have the power of being able to be that heavy Photoshopper, that's what makes me have those boundaries because I could see how 
dangerous that could be for myself. And I don't want that to be an option ever. I think having, yeah, like on my FAQ page, it talks about like, you know, do you do body altering? And I'm just very, very clear. It's not even just a, oh, it's, it's a lot of work <laughs> because it is its own. It, it's, its yeah. Own it's also um, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not really that good at Photoshop, <laughs> um, but you know, there's Facetune. I'm sure there's good apps out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm just all about like morally, like in my being about like loving the skin that you're in. And that's why I refuse to do it again. Boudoir is different though. Because there are things that I do edit out in boudoir that I don't even really pay attention to in like, say, a family session or just a normal engagement session, because half the time our full bodies are like, you know, in boudoir, it's like all of your skin. And as women, we, for some reason, have bruises all over our legs. (laughs) Yeah. uh, yeah. You don't always see in a couple shoots. So things like that, like I am all for editing today's problems out. Okay. Um, so it's I like love, the stuff that would disappear in time. Yep. If it's going to disappear in a week, like seven days, I got you. It's gone. Acne, yeah. blemishes, bruising, things like that, but not going to wait, make your waist smaller. I'm not going to give you a little spray tan, not going to give you some Botox. Like I'm fine. If anyone wants to do those things on their own, <laughs> you know, like yeah. if you want to go get Botox, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. It's your body, but I'm not going to do it on my computer. Yeah. So just things again, like today's problems, I really like wording it that way because I've had people show up and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. I have a sty on my eye. It's like, Oh my God, don't forget. I got it. <laughs> like, But you say you don't do Photoshop. I'm like, yeah, well, that's, that's not the same thing. I'm not going to make you 30 pounds lighter. <laughs> yes. So do so you, do you get many clients that push back? I mean, now I feel like you've made your boundaries really clear. So people kind of book you knowing that that's what they're getting. And Yeah. I'm wondering about the response, like either positive or negative from clients who are like, oh, I chose you because you don't do this. Or clients who are like, can you just do it this one time for me? And how do you navigate that? I mean, I haven't really had anyone push back. The only time that I've had a client push back was before I had things secured in my business. And that exact scenario was why I put it everywhere I possibly could. I like drowned my website. I I created, I literally created an FAQ because of the situation with the client. And this wasn't even boudoir. It was like a wedding. I wouldn't make her skinnier. And so she went on her own self to Photoshop her body to be skinnier. And it broke my heart. And I had several conversations with her about it. And, you know, I explained that I don't do this because of this, this, and this, you know, it's, it's not even just because I don't want to do it. It's because it's it's hurting your heart. It's hurting your mind. And that's why I don't like it. So that instance was the pushback I got. And that's what made me create these boundaries and create the expectations or set up the expectations rather. And since I've done that, no one's buzzed or no one's even asked why. It's just, Amazing. and I mean, I mean, maybe silently, but they don't book me. <laughs> so if anyone, you know, is listening and there's, they're scared to set up the expectations of that. Like, don't be, it's better to weed out the people that want all of that. And that is not going to be honoring to who you are as a photographer, because even if, you know, even if it was like the highest paying client and like, it's, I don't know, Kim Kardashian, and she wants me to do her boudoir. 
if she wants me to Photoshop, if I have to sign a contract that she's going to be able to alter her body, I, I don't stand for that. And that's not what my boudoir stands for. So I'd say no. You'd say no to the Kardashians. <laughs> that's I mean, strong. In hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I but know. I love that. I feel like don't it's put tr- a gun to my head and ask me because yeah. I don't know. <laughs> No, but it is, it is a really good point about like knowing exactly where your boundaries are and where your morals are and where you stand and staying true to that and just trusting that the people that are meant to find you will find you and the people that aren't will move along. After speaking to other photographers and being a photographer myself, like that's how you maintain like a passion and an interest for what you do. Because if you're constantly like doing things that go against what you believe, then it just kind of becomes all pretty meaningless after a while. What's the point? Why are you even doing it? Can you tell us about your favorite boudoir shoot? Yeah. So last summer I did basically a women empowerment boudoir shoot. Is this the one of the group of women? Yeah. Yeah. We've done a blog on this. I'll link it in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. So if no one's seen that one yet, that was hands It's amazing. It's so Um, beautiful. And so this had, I believe it was eight women, eight or nine, and all different shapes, sizes, colors, ages, sexualities, all unified together. All of them were wearing black. And that honestly was just the most impactful shoot I've ever done because it just really brought them all together. And I thought that that was really cool. And the whole point of the shoot also was almost telling their stories, not just in front of the camera, but bearing it all in words too. And so they all got together and wrote me their stories and kind of just embracing those like inner demons that that specific woman struggled with. And they allowed me to share them on my blog. And it was just really I don't even have the words for it, but just to like, know as women, like we can feel so alone in these struggles Mm -hmm. and just like be reminded that we're not alone. And so this blog just really created that. And that was absolutely amazing to me. Yeah. I loved that shoot. I feel like as well, it's, you can see people's personal stories come through, but there is (laughs) something so beautiful about them uniting together in the same photo where it's like, you know, our stories might be different and our struggles might be different, but sort of coming together is still such a beautiful thing to do despite the difference. Yeah. Whoever's listening needs to go listen to it or read it just because it, it's again, one of those, like it's boudoir with a purpose. And there's actually, there's another, I kind of mentioned it earlier project that I did with my friend and she underwent a preventative double mastectomy. And that was a really, really vulnerable, intimate boudoir session we did also. And she did a full boudoir session like with her scars. And that one was really, really powerful too. Boudoir is so much more than just a wedding gift or even just the gift for yourself. It's just, it's so much, it's so much deeper than just photos. Do you remember how your friend reacted when you showed her the photos? I'm pretty sure she freaked out. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I have texts of her like saying she was in tears. We did like kind of an interview as well of like, what were your thoughts of just looking at your body in the mirror? And I think that's kind of the same thing she got looking at the photos as well. Just kind of like, it's just about loving 
your body that you're in. And even more so, she had a new body to learn to love. So I think that that's an extra thing as well. That's honestly my favorite part of Fudoir too, is actually hearing their responses of when they receive the gallery or even better, just their responses of like an hour after their shoot, before they even see the images of just being like, Molly, I cannot believe like how good I feel. And I'm just like, oh, I love Jake, I'll just wait till you see the photos, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's so many different stages to the empowerment of boudoir, like even just like making the decision to do it and then booking mm-hmm. and then having to say like, this is what I love about myself. And then being terrified and then feeling empowered after the shoot and then getting the photos and then even, you know, maybe reflecting on them like a couple years later. Like, I feel like there's just the benefit of it unfolds across time in so many different ways. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any advice for new photographers wanting to get into boudoir photography? Ooh, yeah, actually. So like I said before, like I started my photography journey in general with boudoir. And I actually didn't ever promote it as much as I'm doing now because I didn't feel as if I had the correct like sources to be able to do so. And I kind of like would sporadically, like when a client gave me permission to like use their images, because obviously, you know, we get like model releases and as soon as, you know, like I started getting more, I would like sprinkle them into my portfolio and it finally clicked to me that boudoir isn't the same as my wedding photography and it's its own thing. And it's very special, very intimate. And so that's when I created like a full, almost its own brand. So I have like my own private Instagram for my boudoir. Mm -hmm. And I think that's honestly, if you're struggling with like getting bookings, it's, and you don't have that, like that could be a huge thing because now that I have, again, its own little brand clients are like, Oh, I didn't even know you did that. I'm like, how I started this. And it's like, okay, well that was my fault. You know, so giving it like space. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, yes, it, it all mixes together and absolutely. You should ask your wedding clients, you know, or suggest that they do a wedding gift like boudoir, of course, like they do go hand in hand, but I mean, just talking, like we just did a whole podcast on boudoir, you know, it's like, it's its own thing. And I think it deserves its own space too. And especially because we treat it very different. All of our shoots should be very, very intentional. And I think so should your marketing of it. So that's what I would definitely suggest for new photographers wanting to get into it. And just have fun. Yeah. Yeah. So like, would you start with like friends maybe who might be interested and then kind of move into you just kind of got booked like your your first paid photo shoot was boudoir but yeah 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 giving it the space like creating a portfolio specifically for it but like if you're struggling to find clients like would you do like a model call or would you like how would you get like the first person yeah I mean you absolutely depending you know like on your audience you absolutely could do a model call. I think the main thing is you need to find either, you know, a friend or, you know, someone that you went to high school with, like anyone who is willing to do it, but is also willing to let you use the photos because that's the thing with boudoir. It's very, very important that we are respecting their privacy, which is why I have written permission 
and different privacy levels in my contracts for my clients. So a lot of my boudoir photos and work, like none of you guys have seen and none of you ever will see. And I think that's why. So like when you're getting started into it, if you're getting clients that like are saying no to that, which is absolutely beautiful in order to grow that portfolio online, you have to actually have, you know, the permission to post. So again, when you're doing those model calls, like make sure like it's specific to like, Hey, (laughs) I'm going to post these, you know, and have them sign the contract for it because, you know, you don't want to do the whole thing and then post and then them change their mind or something like that. But even so I have people change their mind all the time and I immediately take it down. It's not a contractual thing. I mean, of course it is. It's important to have that legal binding thing. But if someone signs yes, their life away, I can post anything I want. And then all of a sudden they change their mind. I am like, absolutely. Like, let me burn the whole Instagram (laughs) realm down for you because, you know, I think it's just such an intimate. For sure. And it's really important to value their privacy. And I think your, your clients will value you that much more for honoring that. Absolutely. And it's like, they've already dropped their guard and let you in and Mm -hmm. to kind Mm -hmm. of after the shoot, even if they've signed something to sort Mm -hmm. of go against that, even if it's not like the bottom line, even if it's they've contract bound to it, I feel like that's just like a kindness that you can Mm -hmm. give them. Like, yeah. And I mean, there's so many shoots that I've done that I'm like, that would have been a good one to post. Yeah. But like it is, it is what it is. You don't I don't go into boudoir anymore being like bummed out that people said no. I think at the beginning I did because it was like, oh, but I really want to post it, you know. Yeah. Now it's just like I'm doing boudoir for them. It's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it comes with like a unique kind of set of challenges for sure. Yeah. It's hard to grow your portfolio. I I mean I'm not gonna lie about that. It's if you're wanting to get into it, it's, it's not easy, but it's definitely doable. Yeah. And And it seems like so rewarding. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. It is very rewarding. Like even just like I do a lot of education and like being an educator in the photography realm is so rewarding. So boudoir is like, uh, just as a woman, I'm just like, I'm here for it. (laughs) That reminds me, I should probably do a boudoir shoot. (laughs) <laughs> myself soon. <laughs> That's so exciting. Who are you going to get to do it? I don't even know. That oh like gosh. that stresses me out just thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> but it sounds super fun. <laughs> um, you touched on your education just before, and I feel like you know, in your boudoir shoots and even your wedding shoots, and I feel like your work as a photographer has changed the lives of so many of the people who you've been able to shoot, but in the past few years, you've also, yeah, stepped into your own as an educator. So I'd like to hear you tell us a little bit more about Voyage Workshops and where they started and yeah, just tell us everything. Yeah. So actually when I first started wedding photography, I, you know, was working with a friend that was also in the industry and we literally were like at dinner during a wedding and talked about how much we love educating and we had both been booking mentorships with our own clients. And like, that was just really, we talked about how rewarding and encouraging it was just on our side of things as well. And we literally just both looked at each other and we're like, you want to start a workshop? That seems we could do big things together and just really create the space. And because as a photographer, I feel like it can get really, really lonely in this industry. And the one thing that really like was like, my make it moment, it feels like, is when I had 
my person. And that is Jessica. And that's who founded Voyage Workshops with me. And now we are literally prepping to go to Hawaii in January. And it is what we booked two back-to-back Hawaii workshops and we sold them out. So we are going to be there for a week with all these 24 amazingly talented women on Kauai. And we're so excited. And I think that's those were our fifth and sixth workshops. What kind of started it for us was being able to create the space of safeness and judgment-free with like-minded creative women and that space that we didn't have. And that's our biggest passion with Voyage. It's There's something so powerful about going away somewhere as well. Like a lot of your workshops have been kind of traveling and or like destination kind of workshops. Mm-hmm. And I think that being away from your own life while you're learning something and you're in this group of people, like it's just, there's something about the combination of factors that like, if there's an alchemy to it that makes it extra powerful. Yeah. Even just traveling in general, like not for photography is super inspiring. And I think so many of us can get wrapped up in that like burnout. And I think sometimes it's nice to just like take a step back and do something for you and obviously invest in yourself and invest in your business. And, you know, it's a, it's a write-off, <laughs> but also just being surrounded with those like-minded creative people because I even know personally, like, I don't always just like call up my fiance and like talk to him about photography world. Like I need my, I need my person. I need like my photography person. And that's why it was like so important for us to like help people find that. And yeah. And then you're just inspired by this beautiful place that you're in. Back in June, we went to Alaska, which was beyond wow. our wild dreams. And it's just like, it's, giving people the chance to have an excuse to travel the world and take beautiful photos while they're doing it, you know? Yeah. And also to just like be able to, I don't know, I imagine there would be such a powerful thing of building community here. Like you just spend all this time with these people while you're learning something and maybe even like for you and Jessica, like it's kind of like reviving like a passion in your own work. You're working with people who just started out who like getting excited about things that like you might not notice as much anymore. And I don't know, it's just like such an amazing feedback loop between. Absolutely. It's, it, 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 totally, it, it totally is a loop too, because even, even now after we've done a handful of workshops, we see our girls connecting. Like we see them literally like out for margaritas together and it just like warms our heart. And it's just the community aspect is like indescribable. We just absolutely love that aspect. And obviously our workshop entails a lot more than just community. We do styled shoots and we have educational sessions and it's just a lot about like the journey because I think a lot of us, we want that instant gratification of, well, well I want to be successful tomorrow. And <laughs> at Voyage, we just really embrace like the process of it all in, I mean, it sounds cliche of like embrace the journey, but it, it no, really but it's because it's true. That. Yeah. Yeah everyone just wants like the snap of their fingers to like have everything. And it's like, that's just not, you know, Rome wasn't built in the day. That's not how it works. And that's why we're all about just embracing that and embracing where you're at and accepting that, like we're all in different phases too. And that's okay. And it's beautiful. And we are all able to get to where we want to get to. Yeah. So you're going to Hawaii in January, living the dream life. 
(laughs) What can we expect to see from you in the coming months after that? Yeah, well, actually, after Hawaii, um, if people are tuning into Voyage Workshops, obviously, we'll be posting all the things from that workshop. But shortly after we get home, we are announcing our next location, which is also going to be in 2022. So we not only have the two back-to-back in January, but we have another one. I can't tell you where or when, but I will tell you it's in the year of 2022. Um, So we're really excited about that. Yeah, we're going to launch that pretty much as soon as we get home. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. Molly, thank you so much for joining me. It's been such a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. I love that we were able to just talk about something that I feel like just self-acceptance and self-love and the power behind boudoir is, I just feel like a lot of people need to hear that. So thank you so much for having me here. Pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. It was so beautiful to learn about how important boudoir can be in helping people heal, how important it is in helping us push against the edges of our comfort zone, celebrating our body images, and embracing our entire selves. If you've been thinking about stepping into the world of boudoir photography, but you're not quite sure where to start, check out the Unscripted app for photographers. It's got an amazing education section that features guides to empower you with knowledge. From how to promote body acceptance through photography to a comprehensive guide to boudoir photography, you'll be well supported to show up to your next shoot with confidence. Don't forget to check out Molly's amazing body empowerment shoot and blog featured in the show notes. I'm Anna Hodgecroft, and this is the Unscripted Podcast for Photographers. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast was created on the unceded land of the Bundjalung people, and we pay our respects to elders past, emerging, and present.